Welcome back to the RMD podcast from Reverse Mortgage Daily, hosted by me, RMD editor Chris Clow. In this show, we speak with reverse mortgage business leaders, professionals, government officials, and thought leaders to provide listeners with the pulse of the reverse mortgage industry and all of the business and regulatory realities which affect it. In this episode, I'm joined by Tom Evans, the EVP of Reverse Marketing and Technology at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, to discuss the dynamics and challenges of incorporating new kinds of technology and processes into the reverse mortgage space. A longtime industry veteran, Tom has been charged with finding new ways to improve the professional and customer experience with technology for an industry that, in the past, has been resistant to incorporating such things. Listen as we discuss the tech that already plays a role in the space, what challenges and headwinds exist both within the industry and outside of it on this issue, how an evolving borrower base may force changes down the line, and a whole lot more. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, this is Sarah Wheeler, Editor-in-Chief of HW Media, and I'm talking to Ed Messman, CEO at Rook Capital, about their Shared Value Investment Program. Ed, how does this program help lenders right now in this environment? Yeah, with home prices where they're at and interest rates where they're at, it just creates a challenge for housing affordability. And the mortgage lending officers that we work with and we continue to work with are interested in solutions that help address that. Our Shared Value Investment essentially allows them to get more people into the right home with a lower monthly payment. And that's just music to their ears right now. Absolutely important. Thanks, Ed. And listeners, you can find out more at rook.capital. Tom, thank you so much for joining us on the RMD podcast. Really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Chris. Thank you for having me. It's always an honor to uh, to get to talk to you guys. Oh, it's it's much appreciated, and we enjoy talking to you as well. You always have uh, an interesting perspective to share, particularly about this industry where there are so many different things going on so many different times that people might not expect if they don't follow uh, the ins and outs of how things work in it. But since this is your first time on the podcast, <laughs> uh, do us a little favor and tell us a little, about, a little bit about who you are and what it is you do for the industry for those few people who may not be aware. Sure. You know, it, it's a, it's fun because, you know, I think most of us come into this industry from a variety of different places. And, you know, before I came to reverse mortgages, I was actually an actor and director in New York City. And, um, you know, I got involved in the old Robert Wagner television commercials back in the day. And that's sort of what led me to where I am today. But, you know, I, I really feel like that's what I've always brought to the industry as a sense of ensemble and, uh, you know, the ability to sort of look at our group as a, uh, a stage production and how we're getting this out in front of our audience. Um, yeah, so that's kind of some of my core values. But, you know, I, I work as the uh, EVP of marketing and technology for reverse here at Fairway. Um, I've been with Fairway for about three years. And, uh, you know, prior to that, I was with uh, a lot of different iterations of uh, Finance of America Mortgage, previously Urban, previously Guardian, previously Senior Lending Network. So I've, I've been around the industry since 2005. And uh, as I mentioned, I really kind of got my start, you know, fetching coffee for Robert Wagner and uh, went on from there to eventually, you know, write, direct and produce those television commercials. So I got to be on the leading edge really from day one of, of everything we were trying to do 
from a MarTech angle, I think, which is really where a lot of my background comes in. You know, it's great to do the creative. It's so much fun. It's where my passion is and my heart lies. But if you do the creative and you don't have the right tools behind the creative, everything falls apart. So technology has always been an equal passion as we've moved through all of this. And that's why I'm glad we're getting a chance to talk about that today. Absolutely. Great. Well, in terms of your origin story, you know, bringing coffee to Robert Wagner and now serving in the role that you do at Fairway, that's quite a trajectory. Um, Is that how you first really became aware of the reverse mortgage industry? Like, how did it really come into the fold and what made you realize, hey, this is a solid career path for me to, to continue with for the next several years? Yeah, I mean, fun story. You know, as I mentioned, coming from a, a creative background, I was you know, trying to find a job that had a fair amount of flexibility to it and would allow me to continue my creative pursuits. And the idea of being a mortgage originator was something that intrigued me back in the day. And I also had a, a potential father-in-law um, who wanted me to get a little more grounded and get a um, a firmer grasp on my career path. So he, uh, he sent me off to a, a career fair. And at that career fair, there were several mortgage companies that were looking for loan officers I had no experience at all. I could barely, you know, count, but I wanted to get involved in something like that. So um, I start, I just went table by table by table and everybody said, no, thanks, no, thanks, no, thanks. We're looking for more originate, more experienced originators. And then I got to the last table and it was for a company called Mortgage Warehouse. And the HR person at the table said, no, thanks. We'd like for more experience. But there's someone down at the other end of the table that might be able to talk to you. And that ended up being Jonathan Scarpati. Uh, who everybody knows is uh, running wholesale at Finance of America Reverse these days. And Jonathan was working on those early days of the Senior Lending Network program, and he got me involved in, in working on the campaign and selling those leads way back in the day. So right from the beginning, I saw that there was an opportunity to merge the creative and the uh, the finance side of things. And you know, I was very blessed in that you know the people that I worked with were all visionaries. They were there to listen when I had ideas. And, you know, not a lot of folks do that all the time. And I've tried to pass that on to the the people that work for me. I always want to be open to their ideas and, and their thoughts. And, you know, we kind of, like I mentioned earlier, work together as an ensemble to grow. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a fascinating journey, but I saw that, you know, I still do a little bit of acting and directing on the side when I can, but, you know, this really has become a, a more than full-time gig as it does become for most of us. But, you know, it's a, it's an amazing industry because we get to do so much more than, um, than what it seems to be on the surface, right? Whether you're a forward loan originator or a reverse loan originator, you really are in the dream business, right? You're, you're either making the dream of having a home come true, adding to people's enjoyment of their home by allowing them to pay less for it or get more money out of it. And then when you get to this phase of life, we really are helping people, you know, explore a better retirement option and and at least an easier one in a lot of ways. You know, um, my parents just recently got a reverse for purchase uh, to buy their new home. And I'll tell you, you know, it it really changed the dynamic for them. It, It allowed them to actually move right into the neighborhood where my sister was living, which was a little bit outside of their price range prior to that. So, you know, it's a it's a a good line of work where you can feel some fulfillment and you know that you're helping folks every day. And, you know, you get to to kind of grow. I mean, our industry is always in this sort of nascent place where there's nothing but opportunity in front of us. And it's been like that for 20 years. And it's exciting to see 
all the things that we've brought to the table to make the product safer, to make the product more secure, and to innovate. And I think we're at that cusp now of really breaking into the innovation phase. Sure. And, you know, the the way that you describe sort of getting involved in the business brings to mind a lot of things that I've heard over the last couple of years, just in terms of bringing new blood into the fold, because on the one hand, you can hear maybe complaints from embedded people in the industry that the barriers are too high to get in. But on the other hand, it seems like people are generally open to bringing newer people into the fold, whether that means sort of reorienting forward professionals to also carry reverse or bringing them on in, in some other way. Do you find that that openness, that, uh, that that first meeting that you had to to bring you into the fold as someone who didn't have a lot of experience, is that more prevalent in reverse than it might be on the forward side based on what you've seen? I, I think that you have to have the right disposition first and, and finding someone that excels in their area of expertise. If you're an originator, you need to be dedicated to doing the work. You need to be hungry. And, you know, I think that it's it's been easy in the past for us to get a little bit, um, you know, resting on our laurels with the reverse industry, uh, you know, primarily because the, the deals – um, are beneficial to the loan originator. You know, they're, they're amazing for the client, but originators have been able to make a decent amount of money too on, um, you know, on doing a set amount of loans a month or a year or whatever the case may be. There's, there's, you want to find people that are hungry and want to grow their businesses who want to really help as many seniors as they can. And, you know, what we're finding here at Fairway right now is that, a lot of our um, our newer originators who may not have grown up in the reverse space are are really excited when they see the opportunity that the reverse side of the business presents to them. Um, for a lot of them, it falls right into their skill set and allows them to take advantage of the partnerships they've already built and convert them into HECMs instead of forward loans. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, your current role includes the word technology, which is one of the main reasons I, I, I reached out to, to talk to you today. Something that the reverse industry arguably hasn't incorporated into business as much when compared with the forward side. But how would you assess the industry's technology use today? So, you know, again, as I mentioned, I've, I've had the pleasure of working alongside people that have always been driving to make technology in the industry better, you know. It wasn't that long ago that there was not really a loan origination system that or, or any software platform for reverse mortgages. You know, I mean, when we, we had to create that in the early days and, and, you know, those platforms eventually inspired other platforms. And, you know, we did create some providers that focus on our space and they're amazing. They do great work. They they're always looking to grow. They're always looking to to do more. But we are lagging behind the forward space when it comes to technology. I mean, I've had conversations recently with people who are like, Hey, can, you know, can we supplement a processor or supplement, supplement an LOA with AI and what would that do for us? And, you know, I think that we, we need to catch up in the conversation, not so much for the industry, but for our customers. You know, as I mentioned, you know, my parents recently got a loan. You know, my, my mom has done all of her banking online for the last 15, 20 years. You know, like she wanted an easier experience than we were able to give her. And, and you know, you know, when mommy says she has a problem, right, you start to listen a little more attentively. 
you know, that also kind of coincided with my being at Fairway for longer and seeing the tools that the Fairway forward loan officers have readily available. Um, I also think from a consumer perspective, you know, you, you really, at this point, if you can't easily upload your documentation to do a loan, you might not want to do the loan. And, you know, we've, we've come to expect this epically long turn time in, in a reverse mortgage. And it's not that different, right? There's the same basic documentation needs to be garnered. It's, you know, procedurally the same. There's just a couple of extra steps and a couple of extra documents. One of the things I love about what's happening at Fairway right now is that because we are sort of disindustrying ourselves a little bit and focusing more on, hey, this is how we process loans, period. Not this is how we process reverse loans and this is how we process forward loans, just this is how we process loans. So, you know, Dan Ventura, who's leading the charge for us on that, has managed to shrink our turn times dramatically just by removing this kind of false expectation that it's going to take a longer time to get it done. So it's super exciting to see that. And the best way to do that is to make the technology more seamless. I'll tell you this, though, and I'm going to share a little bit of the the secret sauce. You know, the way all these different platforms integrate and the fact that the reverse platforms are so siloed, it does make it difficult to integrate a reverse team into a forward shop. Nobody's really solved for that yet. Um, you know, we've been looking at a lot of different solutions and and talking about building some of our own. But at the end of the day, you need the easiest possible solution for your originator, which turns into the easiest possible solution for your customer. And that's the secret sauce to me. If we can streamline everything so that our customers can engage with us at whatever level of technology they're comfortable with, right? If someone does need a little more handholding, I mean, we still have customers who may not have an email address. I understand that. And we have to honor that, right? Because we want to serve everybody. We want to be as diverse as we possibly can. And, you know, there's going to be various levels of education in our customer base, various levels of technology use. Um, you know, there are people out there who who see a reverse mortgage ad on their cell phone and want to immediately start uploading documents and do an application. They can't do that today. We need to empower them to do that if that's what they want to do. You know, I don't know about you, Chris, but I, I think, you know, most of us probably started using email in the late 90s, right? Early 2000s. So if that's the case, when you think about that, those customers, yeah, I've had 23 years of experience on the internet. So if someone just turned 62, you know, they've spent most of their adult life using online resources and they're prepared to take the next steps to do it for every type of loan. Yeah, most definitely. And I think that that point is really well taken because there's so many, there's so much conversation, it seems, about uh, trying to acclimate seniors to technology when arguably they have been acclimated for a very long time. Um, but in terms of other things, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of hypotheses over the years about what it is that actually keeps more technological processes from being incorporated into the reverse mortgage space, especially in comparison to the forward side. A lot of people seem to think that it might have uh, something to do with the regulatory climate that the reverse mortgage industry finds itself in. What do you think it is that keeps the incorporation of more technology into the reverse business from the level that we see it on the forward side? I, honestly, I think we're a little bit afraid. 
I think that we're afraid that if we raise the bar for our expectations of our originators and our customers, we're going to lose both. And, you know, I mean, I, 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 I've had a, uh, I mean, you and I've talked about this a little bit in the past, but I've had a bit of a renaissance on a lot of my thinking just in the last year or so, because I, you know, I, I've been in this industry for a long time. I've seen the evolutions and how slowly technology has progressed, but you know, I think right now we're we're concerned because volume is what it is right now, that if we were to make a major technological shift and say to a borrower, hey, we really want you to go to this portal and upload your documents, they might bail out because they're already nervous. Right. So th- this is just sort of this this uh, overwhel- overwhelming, overweening sense of, you know, reverse mortgages are dangerous to me. And if I'm getting one, I'm taking a chance right now to me. I think the technology can actually help that because if you feel more stable, secure and in the know as you move through the process, technology can take all the mystery out. Right. Because right now you're basically mailing or faxing a gigantic portion of documentation with all of your personal information into it off to a company who is going to follow up with you in varying levels of success. You know, and again, I I hate to keep coming back to my mother, but I obviously have gotten an earful of her experience and Fairway does it better than most. And she still would say to me, hey, why did this happen here? Why did that not happen there? I would have loved to have had a notification at this point, this point and this point. And all of those things can be easily solved with technology. So I also think, honestly, Chris, we have a challenge with a lot of our originators don't necessarily want to learn a new platform, you know, and, and that's not anything um, untoward about them. I mean, it's hard. Change is hard. No, nobody really likes change. But if we're really going to move this needle from two percent market penetration to something where where we are a competitive offer against a forward mortgage every time out of the gate, we have to get competitive when it comes to the way we offer the product. Um, you know, I really feel like when you think about whether it's a purchase or a refinance, our customers are coming in the door looking for a solution not a product, right? For years, we've been advertising to people that want the product, right? Oh, well, a reverse mortgage can do these 10 things for you. And, you know, you know, every spokesperson we've had has gotten up on television and said, hey, you can get this, you can get that, you can get this with a reverse mortgage. So we're capturing that one narrow piece of the market that already wants a reverse mortgage. But there are thousands of tens and tens and tens of thousands of people that want a purchase loan or want a refi loan that don't know anything about a reverse mortgage. So technology can help us flip the script to say, hey, here's your menu of options. Option one is a, you know, a, a $40,000 down payment and a $3,000 a month monthly payment. Or option two is a $300,000 down payment and an optional monthly payment. What would you like? So it's, it's the same thing at the end of the day, right? And technology can serve that up in a way that goes, oh, okay, well, I like that option. Now, when you collect option two, you click option two, it's going to say, OK, well, you do have to talk to a counselor about this one just to make sure everything's in the right. So, OK, great. I'm happy to do that. But again, when I'm um, I, I think most of us and this is not just an, an aging adult situation. This is all of us. We want to interact for our own selves and educate ourselves to a certain point until we need human intervention to take the next step. And I think that that's something that our industry gets a little scared of, too, is, you know, let the consumer figure out more about what they need. And then that will be there when they're ready to take that buying move, you know, and that's that's really the most important thing we can do with technology, I think. 
Sure. Well, it sounds like your your mother is a really valuable research participant in terms of the processes involved in, in originating. That, that that's that's kind of cool though, especially considering your position. Yeah, and just um, think about the fact that I've been in this business for so long, and this is the first time my parents have actively done this. Sure. You know, I mean, to be fair, they they did have to age into it during that time frame. I don't want to mm-hmm. overage them. But it took, you know, five, six, seven years to get them to a point where they were ready. And and that's with my constant education, you know, and, and them asking me what I'm doing and how things are going and all that stuff. So, you know, but yeah, my mom's been a, a really tremendous asset. And she's also sort of opened my ears to other people along the way to find out what their experiences have been and ask them, hey, if you could have had this piece come to you via email or you could have uploaded this piece, would you have wanted to do that? And most people, yes. I mean, even my, the generation prior to my parents, you know, my parents are are probably, you know, they're hippies, you know, they're they're late baby boomers. You know, my in-laws are the greatest generation and my father-in-law is still, you know, when he when he wants to go buy stereo pieces, parts, he's on he's on the Internet to go do that. And, you know, he, he may have a slightly different approach to technology, but he still knows ha- that he can get more faster if he goes through a computer, then picking up a phone sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, how much progress do you think the industry can make when it comes to incorporating technology into reverse mortgage process at the company level versus the industry level? Are there things that individual companies can take the lead on? Or is it larger in that certain regulations need to change or companies need to move together to move into more technological processes? Is it all the above? Is it none of that? What do you think? Well, look, I mean, I'm not, you know, I have a, I'm blessed to have an amazing compliance team here. So, you know, they should fact check me on anything I'm about to say. But I mean, how interesting would it be to, you know, be able to connect to a live chat with a counselor while you're in the application process? You know, and and immediately be able to move things forward. Now, obviously, that's tough to support, right? But when it so every single step of the technology uh, roadmap needs to improve, right? Even the servicing side, you know, like I don't think it's as easy as it could be to get withdrawals from your credit line, you know, like, and that's no criticism. It's just again, we need to understand that our customer base is evolving. You know, I mean, I'm I'm 46. And that means I'm only 12 years away from getting my reverse mortgage, right? I do that 16 years away from getting my reverse mortgage. I told you I'm not a math guy either. But, um, you know, if you think about the way technology has advanced in the last 16 years, where we're going to be in the next 16, like if 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 we're not keeping up then, oh my gosh, you know, we're going to be dinosaurs. You know, we, we have to start getting on top of things and people expect ease of use across the board. And. They also want the alternative, right? So we do have to figure out how do we offer them the human touch when needed and the and the AI touch, if you will, when not needed. You know, like there are there are, we have to we have to take care of every single customer type and let them self-source how they want to engage with us. So if you come into the buying process, let's say you're a purchase customer, right? And you go to a website and it's, you know, it gives you all of these opportunities and all these offers for what you can potentially get and allows you to bounce out to talk to an agent at any given time. That's what you need. You know, like it's, it's just got to be friendlier. It's got to be easier. And, you know, I, I, we have amazing people in this industry, but they are working so hard in places where they probably don't need to work so hard. You know, I would, I would go out on a limb and say that 
and and I please all my friends out there in the industry, I apologize if I'm offending anyone, but I don't think anybody's technology system is working exactly the way they want it to. And that might just be technology, but I think if you look at CRM into LOS, LOS into servicing, into secondary, nobody has it solved the way they want to. And why, Chris? Because the providers out there aren't really innovating at the level they would need to if the competition was fiercer. You know what I mean? I mean, they're doing a great job. Like everybody, everybody at Reverse Vision, everybody at Quantum, you know, Mortgage Cadence, like all these platforms are doing a great job of, of S, you know, just elevating where we are today, but it's not moving like the CRM spaces. Like, you know, if, if some of these other companies, you know, moved at the pace that reverse mortgage technology has been moving at over the years, they would have been eclipsed a long time ago because the competition is just fiercer. And, you know, the, the real big challenge that I think we have, and I apologize for running on this sentence a little bit, but the biggest challenge that we have is that the forward companies, technology companies, don't see the value in bringing reverse into their world. And I mentioned this to you in, in an interview we did a while ago. That's the challenge I'm throwing out there, right? Because I do honestly, you know, like I said, 16 years from now, when I can get my reverse mortgage, I think it's going to be an equal industry. There's going to be as many reverse mortgages happening as forward mortgages happening, at least for the folks that are over the age of 62, right? So you got to say to a platform like, you know, ICE or any of these other companies, Blend, you know, uh, Simple Nexus, you're going to miss a boat. You know, you may not see it now because, you know, I'm not sure how many loans we've done this year, but, you know, in our best year, it was like, what, 160,000 loans or something like that. Like, I forget what it was, but, you know, I understand if you're doing millions of transactions, looking at 160,000 loans and saying, that's not enough for us to drastically shift our roadmap, but we can't build that number until they shift their roadmap. So it's a catch 22, you know? I, I will tell them all, though, that that this is the future, right? Because we're going to need this product more and more and more with every passing year. And, you know, we're also understanding that there is going to be more and more of a retirement crisis as we move forward. The the HECM is going to need to be severely uh, rejiggered again by the government at some point, too, I think, to make it more effective. You know, we're we're getting these narrow little windows of benefit right now that are getting crunched by rate and by the PLF tables. At some point, we have to open that back up a bit, knowing that we're secure in doing that, that everyone's protected, that the insurance fund is protected and uh, we're protected and the customers are protected. But when that all starts to kick off, whatever forward company is saying, I really want to get involved on the reverse side because I can see the future, they're going to benefit so much more than everybody else that will be running behind. And quite honestly, Fairway is doing that, right? Fairway is ahead of the game. You see all these forward companies that are now moving into the reverse space and I, rising tide, right? God bless them. I hope they're all very successful. But you know, we have a great advantage in that we've already been doing reverse mortgages in a forward environment for eight years. So we're eight years ahead in, in technology. We're eight years ahead in communication. We're eight years ahead in educating our forward loan officers. That same, you know, advantage will come to the forward company that says, hey, maybe we should build reverse into Encompass or maybe we should make sure that there's a blend for reverse or a cloud Virga for reverse, whatever the case may be, because it will turn into something really substantial. Sure. Well, and I think um, 
in terms of looking ahead to the future, we've certainly heard over the last year or so the public companies that are involved in reverse, their leadership teams are going on earnings calls and saying our involvement in reverse is because of the demographic trends. You know, we see we see a future for this. So I think a lot of people would be hard pressed to uh, to to countermand what you said in terms of, of, of looking ahead for the future. But um, in terms of the incorporation of technology, like what can be accomplished today, what do you think are some examples of tech on the forward side that the reverse might be able to start using reasonably quickly? Are there any examples like that? Oh, 100%. I mean, the, the 1009 needs to exist virtually right away. And, and I think that most companies could do it without too much challenge, right? I mean, it's just data gathering. It's just different fields, you know, and and then it would be awesome if if those integrated back into a system that, you know, was collectively able to do forward and reverse loans. You know, I I, I think that the the borrower today, typically the borrower is providing all their information verbally over the phone to a loan officer. That's not that's not effective. And it's also it really relies on a perfect connection between the loan officer and the borrower. You know, how many forward loan officers just shoot a link out and say, hey, fill out my application link and I'll call you when you're done. And how many more transactions are they able to do? I mean, just just think about that for two seconds. If the time spent by LOAs and transaction coordinators and loan officers today just gathering information verbally from a customer if that time could be turned into into actually prospecting for other customers, how many more loans could these folks do every month? You know, it's it really does seem to be a no brainer to me. And, you know, people have called me naive in the past and people have called me idealistic in the past. But generally speaking, most of the things I see like this eventually come to pass. And, you know, this is something that I've had a lot of a lot of good friends pop up and work alongside me over the years. They're like, why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? And I've never had a good answer and, and I'm still kind of stymied. You know, this is this is the time, you know, I mean, we're we're I really feel like we're on the cusp of something incredible. And the fact that there is all this entry into the space by these other forward companies, you know, they're not going to stand for it for too long. You know, when you put the combined weight of guaranteed rate, Loan Depot, Movement Mortgage and Fairway together to the technology companies of the world and say, we all have reverse. Why are you not honoring that? <laughs> you know, eventually they're going to start to go, uh-oh, we probably need to think about this a little bit more. And I think those conversations are already starting today. And that's at every level. Mortgage coach, you know, um, you know, any of the platforms that are designed to show illustrations to customers, everybody has a, well, we're going to touch reverse at some point, or maybe we'll do this, or we could do that. Like those things need to move to the forefront because if they do, all of a sudden that transaction count is going to shoot way, way up because it won't be as hard for customers to get the loans as it is today. Sure. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that that point is, is really well taken. And um, I mean, it seems like more and more companies are starting to look at ways that they might be able to broaden their, their technological reach. It seems like you see it more on the servicing side than the lending side, at least, you know, based on the things that the companies are talking about that they want to send me. But um uh, I'm curious, though, on the other side of things, in terms of like high priority, maybe longer term goals for incorporating technology into the reverse space, what do you think is at the top of the list there? Mm. I mean, you know, so so to look at the like a five year plan, is that what we're talking about here? I mean, I, I yeah, sure. Let's let, let's say between five and ten. 
I, I think that having, and some of this is going to be an evolution of the way we're staffed and the way sales happens too. But I, I think having a, a true AI guided experience where I can learn anything I need to as I'm moving through the process, knowing that when I have a question that is beyond the resources of the system in front of me, there is a loan officer who is actually on call to pick up that conversation. You know, that to me is, is the, the dream. It's the Cadillac version, right. Of the experience. So, you know, and this is just based on where, like I said, so 16 years from now, when I'm ready to get my loan, if it's not the easiest thing in the world, I'm going to move on to the next company. Right. Because I just, I just need that simplification of the process. Now I do think, we can we can clean up what we need and why we need it in a lot of ways, right? I think we're still a little antiquated in some of the documentation that we need and how we're collecting it and what and and I think that you know at some point it would be great to have like an industry wide underwriting conference where we say, all right, guys, do we really need this and that, or can we kind of get by? You know, I mean, I think I I've told you this before. Financial assessment, I believe, as much as it has challenged us, was the best thing that ever happened to our industry. It, it, it totally changed the way we were approaching our customers, and it made it about them again, which I think was critical. And you know, I actually joke all the time that um, you know a life expectancy set aside is kind of a bummer name if it was like. You know, a, a life emergency security account, all of a sudden it turns into something different, right? So, you know, but regardless, having all of those elements, like, wouldn't it be interesting if I knew going into my first conversation with a loan officer that a, a, a life, you know, and Lisa was recommended for me and why? And, you know, again, you know, a fully funded Lisa is is truly a payment free reverse mortgage, right? So, like, why would that be such a bad thing? You know, so I I think we have to do a better job with the technology of of addressing what the customers' expectations are up front, giving them an easy path to like if at every step, let's say you go into your application process, and at every question, rather than just a um, you know maybe a little bubble that pops up and says this is this thing in text. There's a video, you know, video opportunity there. And if that video could be a little bit interactive, right, where you can you can ask a question in the midstream and it will, you know, then respond back to you with a different video. You know, the the way I think about retail, retail these days, all the customer chats are incredibly intuitive. It's it's actually kind of terrifying sometimes. You know, I had a Home Depot order go south the other day. And I had probably 90% of my conversation with the AI at Home Depot, which solved 90% of my problem. And then I jumped over to the 10% that I needed the customer agent for, and we took care of it, right? So why are other industries not, why is our industry not trying to keep up with that kind of flow? You know, so that's where I think the long-term play would be is to, you know, keep our people doing what they're best at, which is helping people make the buying decision, right? Or taking care of the customer through the process, but the actual work of like gathering documents, splitting documents like that, that work is no fun for anybody, you know, like, and, you know, I think if you asked any loan processor, Hey, if we made this work automatically and, and took these documents and put them where they needed to be and gave you an automatic checklist of what was in there, it wasn't, I think every single one of them would be like, yes, please. Right. Cause then I can process more loans. It's all about volume. Like we can do more volume with better technology at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, 
Tom, I really appreciate you coming on. I think this has been a lot of fun, and uh, you know, looking ahead is always uh, it's always a good practice. I think to to have something of a, a guiding star for potential innovations, especially in business. So, thank you for sharing your perspectives with us today. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. It's it's been my pleasure. And the last thing that I would leave you with is, I think. At the end of the day, the the coolest thing that could happen in mortgage technology is truly, um, you know, kind of the mintifying of it, right? Like, I would love to have my mortgage be consulted with me along the way to say, these are the things you should probably do this year. You know, this is maybe you should make an extra payment here in the idea of getting this down the road or whatever, with the whole goal being being a forever customer with a company like a Fairway Forever customer, whoever you're working with where you're constantly consulting with me on my home equity with the goal of building more home equity for me to utilize in my retirement, whether I decide to utilize that by selling my home or getting a reverse mortgage or whatever the case may be, like that would be really awesome. Wouldn't it to have like a, a mortgage minder almost that, you know, like all these apps we all download to help us manage our finances. None of them really do a great job of touching your mortgage and making recommendations. So to have something dialed into your mortgage account, making recommendations as you go, telling you when it's time to prep for a reverse mortgage, right? Hey, maybe you should start making some extra payments so you have enough equity to qualify at 62 to get this much more money out. You know, not necessarily the financial advisory side of things, although you could pull that in too, right? And really, really have a home equity based financial advisory tool. That would be incredible, man. I'd love that. I'd sign up for that today. Well, hey, if if Reverse innovated something like that, then I'm sure that the forward side would pay attention as well, too. 100%. 100%. Well, thanks again, Tom. Really appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Chris. Have a great one. You too. Thanks for listening to this episode of the RMD Podcast. Again, I want to extend a special thanks to Tom Evans for being so generous with his time and talking about the intersection between technology and the reverse mortgage experience. For more news and insights on the reverse mortgage industry, be sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at reversemortgagedaily.com. If you haven't already, subscribe to the RMD podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast content. I'm Chris Clow, and this has been a production of HW Media. The RMD podcast is produced by Elissa Branch. Be sure to come back for an all-new episode very soon. See you next time.